Shut up and sit down. Thank you so much for joining us here on another episode of Cinema from the Dark Side podcast. I'm your host, Patrick, and unfortunately, there are no other hosts, but I do have two special guests. But before we get into that, I do want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Matt Dawson over at MJDArtworks.com. He's the guy that did our Facebook, uh, SoundCloud, and iTunes artwork, and you can go to his website to check out some cool acrylic paintings, watercolor, watercolor paintings, and some sketches. And now, to introduce our first special guest, Matt Dawson. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's going pretty good. And we do have our avid listener and a good friend of mine, Jason. How are you doing? Doing good, Pat. Just glad to be here. Uh, long-time listener, first-time speaker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, well, now that we have our sponsor actually on the show, I do just want to do like a little quick uh, little Q&A. So, Matt, uh, obviously you started MJDArtworks.com. Yes, sir. So how did you first start getting into art? Uh, I don't know. I started drawing ever since a little age, I guess. You know, just little sketches of like my favorite cartoon characters and stuff like that. And That's and cool. Went from there. That's cool. So, when did you decide to like make your website and like you know show your artwork off? Um, well, I've had a website since I was probably like sixteen or seventeen. Okay. Um, and I've always shown it to people, and you know, somebody just said, "Hey, why don't you put it online?" And one day I did. Cool. I used to actually design and like code it in html okay and then yeah you designed your own it. website right not for this one not for the new one. oh yeah. so you had an older website yeah i've gone through like four or five different iterations of my <laughs> one website so now was that more of like an angel fire type thing um like back when you were 16 similar but i no, i actually coded it like line for yeah. line in html oh, no like oh. a notepad oh shit yeah because i got into that when i was in high school like coding html and then you know no, I, I really like your work. Like, I think one of my favorite pieces you did is uh, the one called The Teeth. Oh, sure. That's that one, one of my favorites, too. Awesome. Um, yeah. And it kind of, I, I want to ask you about your inspiration from this because I have a feeling it's going to uh, include what we're going to be talking about today. Was that, like, kind of inspired by Alien? A little bit. Okay. Because um, when I saw The Teeth, I was like, that looks like an xenomorph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife will tell you. Um, there's a demon in every one of my paintings or drawings. Yeah, I, I see that, and uh, they're fucking <laughs> awesome. I also love uh, the watercolor idiot box. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one was awesome. Uh, so do you have plans? Because I've been talking about it. This is our eighth episode now, I believe. Yes, it, this will be our eighth episode now. And I've been saying, you know, go to his website, check out some artwork. Are you going to have prints available shortly? Yeah, I hope to. Um do you have uh, a timeline? I would I'm putting say, you on the spot I would here. say sometime this summer between June and August, hopefully. Perfect. Because I, I've been wanting to for a long time, but I haven't found the right website that is like reasonably priced to okay. print images and then send it directly to the you know person who's purchased it. Okay. So you would actually, if I'm not mistaken, like how some people do for t-shirts, basically you'd hand it off to a company yep. they would print manufacture and like ship out for you and you and they would just take a small cut yeah well they'd take a a, a larger cut well okay well. But <laughs> <laughs> because they're doing most of the work i'm just sending them an image that is true <laughs> but you're you're right um 
that's essentially how it would work because I don't have access to like a like a really high detailed printer. Yeah, that's, those are like thousands of dollars. You're not gonna be running and, this out of your basement. Yeah, I don't have like, uh, you know, really good paper. Okay. And that that's why when you when you buy a print of something, it's not like five dollars. Sometimes it's like twenty to fifty dollars. Word. All right, that's cool, dude. I I because I will definitely buy the teeth because okay. that one was baller. Yeah. yeah so. Up in there. Jason, did you look at the site at all? I, I tried to. Uh, <laughs> but, and, and like I said earlier, I, I wish I could blame it on drinking. But it was actually this... my fault. I, when I sent them uh, movie notes, when I, I accidentally spelt works incorrectly because I'm a moron. So he couldn't get to the website. But either way, um, but yeah, he has some great work. I'm, I'm super pumped he's here. Uh, and if you might have noticed earlier, I said it's going to relate to what our episode is about. We are going to be talking about Alien Covenant, the sequel to Prometheus, the prequel to Alien, and it's going to be a great time. So, uh, obviously, first thing is first is our movie news. So, let's go ahead and jump into that. So, first on the docket, it looks like we're having another Halloween reboot coming at us. But it's not going to be uh, like normal Michael, Michael Myers so in this article, it tells us that the new Halloween movie, it's not going to be an immortal Michael Myers. It's not going to be, you know, he's not going to be invincible like how the later Halloween movies made him out to be. And it's actually kind of cool because Danny McBride is actually going to be uh, directing and producing it. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, which is so he, surprising. He is in the movie we're going to be talking about. <laughs> of course he is. And he actually plays one of my favorite characters. Um, but... To say to say that, you know, they're not going to make him immortal like the later Halloween movies did is so refreshing because I just got so sick of it. Um, basically, and there is a quote. Uh, basically, this is what Gordon Green, uh, who is another producer on the on the new upcoming movie. Uh, he's quoted here and it says, look where the Halloween franchise has gone. There's a lot of room for improvement. David and I are coming from um, coming from it as we are horror fans and we are humongous fans of John Carpenter and what he did with the original Halloween. So I think from watching this and being disappointed by other versions of this series, I think we're just trying to strip it down and just take it back to what it was good to what was so good about the original. Um, which is fucking refreshing to hear. I don't know. Did you guys like ever like the original Halloween movies? Yeah, I, I saw a bunch of them, but I like the first one the most. I like first the first two, definitely. Yeah, I, I definitely think the reason why we all liked the first one the most was because he was, like, just a crazy human who just snapped. It was, like, a really over-dramatized episode of Criminal Minds, except stretched for, like, a two-hour period. Right. Which was awesome. And then, like you were saying, once we got further down, he became more immortal. Now, the mm -hmm. one thing I'm worried about with this remake is is it going to be a horror movie or is it just going to be another slasher gore movie based on that quote saying how how much you know how how like how they're such huge fans of horror i, I think it's going to be a, a great horror film good yeah because i mean people say like oh yeah we have a horror movie and then you just spend like two and a half hours watching somebody get their now don't get insights me... twisted <laughs> it's like okay fine i get it it's, it's supposed it's scary but it's like can can we get back to like classic horror right like i want that scene from halloween 2 when it's after halloween has passed and uh you know she's in the hospital michael myers literally boils a girl's face off in a hot tub which is just great right like <laughs> uh, and that's so good and that's like and like gore is fine as long as it's not like 
that's what well, 90% that of your even, movie that is. That wasn't even gory. No, exactly. It wasn't gory, but like, I guess like people are like, oh, well, gore is horror. Yeah, yeah, it's horror, but more it's like a, a fictional snuff film. Right. Yeah. You have know? you seen the didn't Rob Zombie make a Halloween movie? I, yeah, I was yeah. going to get to that. Rob Zombie, he did uh, two of them. And I, I will say, even though like it goes to Jason's point of like, is it just going to be gore fest, which that one was. I actually kind of liked it only based on the fact that it gave Michael Myers like backstory a little bit, like of when he was in the mental hospital, how he got to the place he was, so on and so forth. Number two was straight up garbage. I'll say that. But <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did like the first one. I don't know about you guys. I, I didn't see either, but okay. I, I know just based on the Rob Zombie movies I have seen, none of them were like scary in the sense of like, a, oh, horror, this is going to be really suspenseful and like i'm gonna not be able to sleep without the lights on right they right. were like hack and slash and exactly you know kind of creepy I'm, I'm not a huge fan of horror movies and my wife will tell you this i'm i'm more of like you know what no let's put on like some good comedy and like let's <laughs> let's not you know give me nightmares but if i am gonna watch a horror movie i'm gonna want to have to watch like my pretty pony immediately afterwards to try to like restore some innocence level into my soul. Right. You know, like to level it out. Exactly. Right. Get, you know, some like Taoist like balance going on. Right. Um, yeah, I'm definitely excited for it. And I, I think it'll, depending on how it turns out, um, I'm, I'm going to definitely see it. Has Danny McBride directed anything else? I, I honestly don't know. Because I know he's just, he's, you know, acted a ton. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think he basically at this point, um, no, I don't could, know. Look it up later. Or something. I mean, we could, but eh, whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't think he has, but I, I honestly think, you know, I think if a horror fan, like a true fan of horror films wants to make a movie their way, it's going to be great. Yeah. It's a, it's an issue of when studios get involved that movies turn into garbage. Batman versus Superman. Um, well, like you said, about, <laughs> like like you guys were always talking about in previous episodes of like, it's Hollywood. It is Hollywood. It's a, it's a profit. It's a for profit business. So it is. But Hollywood, I, what I don't understand when it comes to Hollywood, in terms of like like uh, reboots or just movie shooting in general. Let's let's take Zack Snyder for instance. Okay. Um, Zack Snyder, he want he went to the studios and said. I want to make a Batman versus Superman movie. And they're like, well, right now, you know, we have a Batman movie. We, you know, Christian Bale, Christopher Nolan's doing that. Why don't you make us a Superman movie first? Right. So he did that. And I, I don't know what you guys thought about it. I actually thought it was pretty good. I liked Man of Steel. But, and he's like, okay, that was great. Now let's do Batman versus Superman. And he's like, great. I got a lot of ideas. Whoa, 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 whoa. We got our own shit we got to do too. Yeah. So like Zack Snyder... I totally think that he had completely different plans for Batman vs. Superman, but it's when studios got involved that it just became way too convoluted right. and just turned into a pile now, of shit. Now, when, you're just, when you refer to studios, are you talking about like the actual studios, or are you talking about the DCU? It, I mean, it has to be—I mean, that's just one example sure. of it. Uh, the DCU, obviously, they want to, you know, they're setting up the way for Justice League, and we're getting a little bit off topic, but, you know, it's when studios interfere is when it, shit becomes a problem. Let's take Alien 3, for example. Sure. There was so many fucking studio interference in that movie, and 
it would it like while a lot of people don't like Alien Three, I'm one of the few who do, and I think me and Matt talked about it. You actually like Alien Three as well. Yeah. They went through like three different directors before they landed on David yeah. Fincher. Mm-hmm. So, it it's when, um, you know, fans of movies that like have the chops to make a movie. Uh, do it well like i honestly think that's what makes the best movie take deadpool for example yes ryan reynolds wanted it done his way (laughs) there's like okay here's 55 million dollars which is a ridiculously low budget for a superhero movie yeah and it goes on to make half a billion dollars right so but that you're gonna start you're gonna start seeing more and more of that because they're getting more and more successful oh of course so, I don't, it's it's kind of cool. I, I you know if I think if the fan, if the fans, which these guys seem to be uh, fans on, uh, if they do it and do it well, I think it'll turn out great. Um, next little bit of movie news, by the way, guys, I'm going to be doing the movie news. I'm not going to make my guests read out any of this shit, um, but I'll just go ahead we're and too read. lazy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> he just draws really awesome stuff. Yeah, he does. But uh, he reading, does. yeah, that took a back burner. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so in uh, in a previous movie news, I can't remember which one at this point, I had uh, reported on uh, X-Men coming out with new movies. So they're going to do X-Men Dark Phoenix, and they're going to do X-Men New Mutants, which goes into a whole new cast of mutants and goes from there. And then a TV show. And then they are doing a TV show as well. So stoked. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are. So, it's like Heroes, except done right. <laughs> I liked the first two seasons The first of two seasons of Heroes was great, but then by the time the third one came around, I, you know, Big Bang Theory said it right. It's like, you just kind of wanted it to end. <laughs> right. I'm just like, okay, stop. So it is said that there was a lot of uh, rumor talk about whether or not James McAvoy, who played Professor X in the first class saga of X-Men movies, um, is not going to be in New Mutants, but... They don't say whether or not he's going to be in Dark Phoenix. So that's just a little uh, little casting rumor that they squashed out. But they did also cast uh, – I can't even read this person's name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> M-A-I-S-I-E. You guys take that for what it's worth. Williams as Wolfbane and Anna Taylor-Joy oh, as Magic. Nice. I think she's um, in Game of Thrones. She's oh, Arya I don't, Stark. I don't watch Game of Thrones because I'm poor. Oh, Macy. Macy Williams. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is that? Okay. That's how you pronounce it, I think. Okay, yep. well then fucking write it Macy, okay? <laughs> it is spelled Macy. <laughs> in the weirdest way possible. Anyway. Don't fuck so... with Arya Stark. <laughs> Winter is coming. <laughs> so they've casted her as Wolfbane and Anna... Uh, Anna... Anya... Taylor Joy as magic. So, so wait, Macy Williams is Wolfbane. Yes. And she's from Game of Thrones. Yes. Where her crest is a wolf. I guess so. Just wanted to point that out. <laughs> she, I don't think for the rest of her life she'll be able to avoid a wolf. You know, she might as well just get a tattoo of a wolf and be like, well. I'm a wolf now. She's going to be typecast. As <laughs> yeah, exactly. Any life. wolf character. Yeah. So, uh, but it, it so... There is a quote on here from one of the executives saying McAvoy has signed uh, is signed on to return for Dark Phoenix, meaning it's one of his left in his contract, but it's not confirmed whether or not he's going to be in it because studios can obviously say, okay, there's no room for you. You like whatever. Uh, But this would be the last X-Men movie left in his contract. So Dark Phoenix, maybe that'd be pretty sweet. So could we see Patrick Stewart come back? 
No. Because, you know, the whole timeline thing. Why, why not? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Patrick Stewart is as done as Logan at this point. Like he's, Probably. <laughs> he's like, I am not sitting in a wheelchair for 13 hours a day anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> just to do five minutes of film. Right. Done. I'm going to do, I'm going to do like Apple beer commercials from now on. But are you guys like excited for the, like the new X-Men movies coming out? Like the Dark Phoenix, New Mutants. Obviously you're excited for the TV show. Oh, I'm so stoked for the TV show. (laughs) It's like once a week, I'm going to get like, I don't know what, 45 minutes of superheroes beating the crap out of each other. True. Very true. And it won't, I mean, it'll eventually go to Netflix because Netflix consumes everything, but it's going to be on, like, national television. It's going to be on regular TV. I won't right. have to go to Netflix all the time. Right, which Matt? Which I probably still will. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of... I've gotten a lot of X-Men over the years. Right. And I feel like I'm all X-Men out. Um, Hold on. I have to ask you, though. <laughs> have you seen, uh, like, the first class, Days of Future Past, and Apocalypse? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you didn't think those were awesome? No, I, I I thought they were better than some like the the earlier X Men movies. Okay. Um, because I thought X Men First Class was class was dope as fuck. Yeah, I, yeah, actually, I did like that one out probably the most out of out of all the recent X Men movies. But like, I liked Logan. Logan was probably my favorite. Logan was X Men so character cool. movie. Um, well, it's because they finally made it rated R. <laughs> but I mean, I so I read a ton of the comics when I was a kid and. Mm-hmm. And the some of the storylines are so watered down in the X Men movies that like true, I don't know. Well, it's also one of the things that, you know. It's a licensing issue because obviously they've done like, you know, mutants crossing over with like the Avengers and, you know, in the comic books that is, but they can't do that for you know the cinematic universe. Be, mm-hmm. You know, different studios own them. Um, but I also think X Men is one of those series that where there is no wrong opinion. Like, if someone came up and they says, I don't like Deadpool, you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but if someone's like, I didn't like X-Men Apocalypse, you'd be like, okay, I accept that. Like, that's your that's your choice. Okay, so wait two years. You'll get a new one. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I don't know. I, I'm a big, I'm an avid fan of the X-Men, uh, the series. I, ever since First Class came along, I hated la- X-Men Last Stand, much like everybody. But uh, I love the first class iteration of it. You, you know how X-Men could solve their whole timeline issue? You just have Gambit and Cable. Just a movie with just those two of them Cable's just gonna going around too. back and forth through time just screwing with shit. Cable's going to be in Deadpool too. Oh, I know he is. And that's what I'm saying because he was just – he was like Gambit. They could go through time and fuck shit up. I did hear um, – I was reading an article and they were talking about New Mutants and mm-hmm. – Supposedly, it's supposed to have horror elements to it. Oh. So I thought that was cool. Um, it's supposed dun, dun, to be dun. darker and have kind of a mysterious horror type element to it. So now who owns, who owns X-Men? Is that Sony Fox. or Fox? So Fox is Fox going to like take a page out of the MCU and be like, okay, we, we see how Marvel actually wants to handle their, their comic book movies. Maybe we should continue on if we actually want to keep ownership over X-Men. Um... Well, I mean, that's kind of what they do for Fantastic Four. In the contract, they have to make a Fantastic Four movie every so many years in order to keep uh, licensing rights on the actual property. Right. But, I mean, X-Men is, while Matt has already said he's kind of sick of it, um, X-Men, there's so many different avenues you can go down with it. Right. That I I don't think I'll ever get bored of it. For me personally. As long as the movies are good. Yeah, I think, well... 
to to comment on that, I think I am done with X Men as a team. Okay. <laughs> I I'm so for like individual. Like Logan was great. Deadpool is great. I, I could I could see some of those individual movies. Well, characters, so like a Cyclops you, movie. So or, then, when you uh, saw in Logan, Cyclops was a bitch. <laughs> so when you saw in Logan, when everybody at the academy, all the X Men were murdered. You were the one guy in the back going, <laughs> "Yes, <laughs> I'm so snappy, <laughs> uh, weeping tears of joy." And then you, we saw the ending of Logan, and then we all wept out of sadness. We all wept out. Of, that was fucking like gut wrenching. But speaking of that, welcome Matt, to the Doctor Who, you know, universe where we do that every few years, where right. we just ball our eyes out. Speaking of what you said, though, going on to individual characters, that actually is a nice segue into our next bit of movie news, which is: could there possibly be a Logan sequel that? has X-23 in it. So, there is an interview that they did on the night that they did the noir uh, theater release, which they only did for one night, with the actual director of, uh, of Logan. So, he was asked if there was any future plans to include X-23 in any future movies. Uh, he's quoted here, he's like, anything's possible. I've certainly talked to them about it, meaning the studios. I've even talked to them about it before we made the movie. And I just thought she was such a great character. But with all, but with that, what Daphne did, I think that certainly that is possible. So is a possibility we can get an X-23, like, solo movie, possibly with her, you know, grown up. Because sure. I don't know how you can make a movie with a little kid running around just chopping out people's throats. But... I'd watch it. I don't know. It, it was pretty right. good in Logan. But that was my daughter would finally have a role model she can identify with. That is okay. Fair enough. But I just thought she was great in Logan because her and Logan finally like fucking tag teamed it. Mm-hmm. She's like doing backflips, like jumping off his back, and ju- oh, so good. Uh, but yeah, that so it is a possibility we could get an X twenty three solo movie there. So that'd be cool. You know, I saw too on online is uh, some people throwing around the idea of who could be the next Wolverine, mm-hmm. and the one that I really liked the most was okay, fine, yeah, Weapon twenty three, you know, obvious choice. But Clint Eastwood's son, like mm. they like kind of did some like fancy Photoshop work to make him look like Wolverine, like a young Wolverine, like World War two type <laughs> time frame. And that dude looked badass. Right. It could be cool. Well, yeah. in a in a in a uh, earlier piece of movie news that we did, uh, there was a story that where Hugh Jackman is actually gonna, you know, when they do cast a new Wolverine, he's definitely gonna be on the panel that helps decide right. that. So that that's gonna be great um, because he was, in my opinion, the coolest part of the X Men movies. Yeah. So that'll be cool. And I also did read another piece of movie news that. Uh, I mean, the people at Fox have no plans as of right now right. to reboot uh, the Wolverine character, which is kind of good. I'm getting sick of reboots. Right. You know, like, <laughs> right. like I'm not I'm not opposed to reboots. I'm not like, oh, the originals are always better. No, because there are a lot of movies where the originals absolutely suck. Right. But I would at least like the movies to be old enough to apply for AARP benefits <laughs> before we remake them. <laughs> AARP benefits. That was ridiculous. Okay. Well, I mean, look at Resident <laughs> Evil. They already talked about rebooting that. Like, that we just, needs you to just die. launched the last Dude, movie. I seriously did not watch any of them past three, and I fucking didn't care anymore. I'm still going to watch it. Zombies? Are you kidding me? Hell yeah. Dude, okay, I watched a clip, and I don't even remember what number it was, <laughs> but I watched a clip, and it was like they had to go through, like, different, like... 
like in one minute they're yeah. in Moscow and one minute they're in like oh yeah it was a military uh, training. but they have fucking Nazi zombies and I'm like this isn't pandering to the max thank you <laughs> it, I was is, so fucking no, over no, it no hold on man. by that no, movie that's not hold on they're fucking garbage what what was Resident Evil uh, the movies are the fucking games because you the games it. were gold. Games, games, games were gold. And the games, there are plenty of shooter games out there that had Nazi zombies. Okay, what's more American than shooting Nazis? Nothing besides riding on the back of the freedom. I mean, depending on who you ask. Second, like Chevy trucks and second, Bud Light. I'm not. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> I said depending on who you ask. Bud Light. I love me some Bud Light. <laughs> we are sponsored in by Bud Light. Miller is still okay. Traders, Paps <laughs> is fine. You know, Schlitz, you know, oh, that's good and fine and dandy. Lineys, if you if you want to be on a little bit gentler side. But anyway, uh, I I lost my point now. Well, uh, oh, my right. point was the movies are garbage and the games are great. But no, but there's a when you make take a video game and you turn it into a movie, you need to pander to us gamers. To a certain extent, like the revolver. Don't take another person's fucking game and put it in your own movie. That's what we want. No, that's not what I want. You're the weirdo <laughs> who wants that. I, I want my game plastered on a gigantic, huge-ass screen, 3D glasses optional, and just see it. Like, act no, it out. You're, you're, I mean, you're allowed I, your I opinion. Think, I think we can agree to disagree. Yeah, you're definitely allowed your opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll agree that Pat's wrong. <laughs> well, Matt, you didn't even give your opinion. On that whole thing, which is not even part of this. Um, Resident Evil, I think I only saw the first two or three, and I maybe saw a couple scenes from the other, like latest ones. Yep. And it, it just looked boring. Surrounded by quitters. No. Well, I mean, there's only so many times you can, like, launch a motorcycle into a giant zombie to make it blow up or something. But it's still hot. No. I don't care if it's no. the hundredth time or the first time. It's... Whatever. Go on. Keep going. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm side. I'm just derailing this whole conversation. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> so our next piece of movie news: Mortal Kombat reboot writer calls yes. it an R-rated Avengers. Yes. That's gonna be awesome. Like the the original Mortal Kombat movies, the second one was cheesy and corny as fuck. But I love the first one. Oh my god! When they introduced smoked, I. I was probably Did like you almost nine cream I, your pants? I was nine and I creamed on my pants. It wasn't an almost. You didn't even hit puberty yet. I know. That was the moment I hit it. I was in the middle of the movie theater. Mommy, this show is so awesome. Oh my God. You totally Falls just dropped at there. that very moment. Sorry. That's okay. Right, that was loud. It's okay. You're allowed to be loud. So, yeah, uh, basically... Uh, and this is again another quote from the director he said well again I don't know uh, what remains of this but I know that it is what uh, that it was going to be it's almost like if you took the Avengers or if you took a storyline like that and set it in a sort of R-rated over the top violence and hard edge world of Mortal Kombat and this is where gore is okay oh of course because uh, I, I Mortal Kombat gore. was based off gore I mean I want when Scorpion says get over here I want to see somebody's like here. insides get punched out through their back and then sucked in and like I oh my god I cannot I'm so stoked so, so stoked I bought the little Sega thing you know that little nostalgia thing that you could pick up at like Target for 50 bucks where the controllers the controller. don't work because yeah. it was the old IR controllers <sighs> Only because they have Mortal Kombat on it. Wow. I, I told my kids to sit down because they was going to learn some shit. Aren't your kids, like, in first grade? 
fatality. Well, my daughter is. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta le learn how to rip people's spines out eventually. You know I what? Guess. I I don't play shooter games without my daughter. Like I, I'm a huge fan of the game uh, The Last of Us, another zombie game, and great yes. storyline. Yeah. I have not I, played that one yet. She has to sit next to me while I play that, not only because she loves it, but because she picks up on shit that I don't hear. She's like, oh, daddy, there's a clicker over there. I'm like, what? Where? Shiv. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, my God. My daughter, my daughter's my spotter. Let, we're, well, we're a team. Let's 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 try to keep this on movie related stuff, Jason. I enjoy your side story. <laughs> but That's let's what I'm try. good for. <laughs> good for a laugh in the side. But story. basically, uh, Dave Callahan, who wrote Godzilla, he's done a draft to the Mortal Kombat and James Wan. Uh, has come on and he's going to be a producer on there. So Dave Callahan looks like he's he's going to be writing and producing uh, and directing this, while James Wan, which I don't know what he's done, is going to be a producer. So yeah, I would definitely Wasn't be. Up. He, um, no, I don't say Fast and Furious. No, he was he was an, well, I thought he was an actor in the first Mortal Kombat movie. Oh maybe I mean, I mean, but I don't know. But basically. Yeah, an R-rated fucking Avenger-style Mortal Kombat. I'm totally advised. Racist comment is about to appear. You always need an Asian when you're doing Mortal Kombat. I, I think that's pretty much like a rule. I don't know. He's far too young. He's what has he done? What has he done? Oh, he's going to be doing Aquaman. That's cool. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of Resident Evil fucking stories about this. Oh, James Wan. He's going to be directing the new Resident Evil reboot. So. Okay, I'm not going to see Mortal Kombat then. <laughs> I'm still going to see it's still Mortal Kombat. Reboot, okay? Reboot. <laughs> All right, so that was that for that little piece. Just a little cool R-rated Mortal Kombat. And Marvel just cast Tom Hardy as Venom. Yes. This is going to be my second puberty moment here. This <laughs> when Venom comes out. I remember when I saw Spider-Man 3, and I was just so fucking disappointed. Yeah. And, uh, like, oh, they... I remember the trailers for it. Who was it like Toby? It was yeah. not no. Toby McGuire. It was uh. Or no, uh, he was Spider Man. Um, yeah, he was <laughs> the guy from that '70s show. Yeah, uh, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember yeah. his name. Eric Foreman yeah. is all I know yeah. him by. But yeah, <laughs> like, like, I was like, Eric really? Foreman. This guy's gonna be Venom? Oh, right. And they advertised in the, like the trailers so hard, like, oh, Venom's in the movie. Venom is in the movie, and he's in the movie for maybe 15 fucking minutes. Yeah. I was so upset by that. So. Tom and Hardy. he spent those 15 minutes just whining. Right, he did. That's all he did. And uh, basically, I when I heard that Marvel and Sony struck up a deal where Sony can still keep the rights to the, uh, the Spider-Man name and Marvel gets to use it whenever they want, I was like, fuck yeah. Well, Go, it's, Sony. It's perfect because Sony makes excellent Spider-Man games. They Horrible make the games, movies. too? Yeah. Horrible oh, you, movies. Oh, you're saying you didn't like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man? I liked it. I thought that he was probably the best Spider-Man that we've had up to this point in the non-animated sense. I think he fit the whole awkward, geeky, high schooler profile a lot better. I think this new guy, though, I think he's going to do phenomenal things. With Definitely. Tom Holland looks awesome. Uh, I mean, when we saw him in, in the Avengers movie. No, it was Captain America Civil War. Were the Avengers involved? But it wasn't the he, Avengers. He like recruit. Uh, Fine. Iron Man recruits him. <laughs> or Iron Man in Captain America: him. Civil War. When <laughs> when he was introduced as Spider Man, the little bit that we got to see of him was like that 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 dude. They ripped him out of the comic books, 
put him in an animated suit and sent him onto the stage. Right. They did. They did. And he was he he killed it. Um so to hear that it, Tom Hardy, one of my one of my favorite actors is going to play a pivotal villain of the Spider-Man genre. I just hope it's b- badass. So, do, do we know if it's going to be like a Venom movie based kind of around the character of Venom or is it going to be a Spider-Man movie where he's just the probably villain? probably both. I don't know if they if they are going to do like a standalone villain movie, which they should do, but probably both. He'll he'll probably uh, be introduced in, you know, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, which is coming up um, at some point and then go from there. Well, kind of like an end credit type deal. Kind of, maybe like a cut. Like we see, we, we see the symbiote crash land. Right. Trying to think of the the best like villain in any of the spider-man movies and i just can't think of one mysterio was pretty cool dr uh octopus was kind of cool yeah doc Uh, oct was pretty cool green Green goblin lizard lizard man was that him he was a scientist who was working on uh uh are you talking about killer croc no not killer croc i think that that's dc no it it was in the one of the most recent spider-man movies yeah. Was he? Oh, fuck, he was working on uh, regeneration techniques. Oh, that's right. He was in the first Amazing yeah. Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Yep. That's right. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in forever. I don't think we could probably do a standalone movie with him. I think we could probably do like a collective with like Doc Ock, Mysterio, and... Uh, well, that's what they were going to do with the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. There was going to be a, a movie called uh, Sinister Six, I think, and it was going to be Rhino, that lizard guy, uh, Green Goblin, um... And some other villains, but yeah, they were going to do a villain movie, but then, you know, they fucking cut that out. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited definitely for the new, um, for the new Tom Hardy as, uh, as Venom. So, all right, guys. So that is actually it for our movie news, uh, because we are 33 minutes into this podcast already. And I was trying to keep the movie news short. That didn't happen. So let's jump right in. That might have been an intentional move on my part. Yeah. Thanks, Jason. (laughs) Sabotage. (laughs) So let's jump into our main topic here, which is, of course, Alien Covenant. And me and Matt actually saw this in theaters together with our significant others. Mm -hmm. And it was your first time experiencing the Dream Lounger chairs. Oh, it was so nice. It was so heavenly. <laughs> like, he didn't believe me at first. He's like, what What are these things? I'm like, they're basically lazy boys in movie theaters. And he's like, I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. I, and then I sat in it and they like reclined. And I was like, wow. You were having trouble finding I'm, I'm the button. I'm never. Yeah, I was like, where's the button? How do I recline this thing? I was oh, like, was... I can't go back to like a normal theater chair. No, no never you, you again. You won't be able to. Never again. It's so bad. I went. And I had so much room. I know. I could like sprawl out. Right. You could stay fully reclined as people like have to get up to go yeah. to the bathroom. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Don't have to worry about like bumping your the stranger sitting next to you's arm or anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was great. And uh, actually, I wanted to talk about some of the trailers we saw because I thought the trailers for this movie were awesome and i'm pretty sure you might have gotten the same trailers probably we went to so, the one in the fall you have to a, remind me which ones atomic blonde oh yeah oh, seeing yeah. that charlie's there and i'm definitely saying seeing that uh so you made contact with the that? french operative <laughs> I, I love me some charlie's <laughs> she's like one of my favorite female actresses yeah definitely and she's kicking some ass in this movie uh war for the planet of the apes yeah I, I don't know. I, I wasn't a big fan of the whole Planet of the Apes storyline, but that does look cool. Dude, I will say, after the Mark Wahlberg piece of shit, <laughs> when I saw the the rise of Planet of the Apes, was sure. the first one. Like James Franco. The James Franco one. 
I actually thought that was pretty fucking sweet. No, I think there's a lot going on in that movie that's like some more like philosophical type mm-hmm. shit. You know, like the division between the the monkey clans or the ape clans. I'm sorry for all you zoologist <laughs> people. The prime apes. <laughs> the primate. And then like some of them were working with the humans to right. kill. Like I don't know. I think there's some. I think it's probably going to be some. I thinking I, I can't one. wait for that movie. And there was another trailer that I can't think of right now that we saw in there. And I'm just spacing out. But either way, main topic is Alien Covenant. Now, as we all know, that now there's going to be spoilers, folks. I should. Oh, Valeria. Should. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Valerian. <laughs> there are going to be spoilers, so keep that in mind. Movie, right? yeah. See this movie before you fucking listen to this. Oh, yeah. Spoilers abound. Or don't, because I know how some of you like clickbait and you're just going to listen anyway. And right. And you're like, oh, I ruined it for myself. Still going to go see it. <laughs> right. Because our words probably won't do it justice anyway. So it, we all know that this movie starts off obviously on a ship. And the first thing I see is who I th- originally thought was David, the android from uh, Prometheus walking down this corridor and I'm, I'm just no. like, how the fuck is no, the he alive? Of, the beginning of the movie was with David. No, it yeah, wasn't. There was yeah, a, with Wayland. A scene with Wayland oh, talking about like my bad. birthing him. Yep. <laughs> I totally forgot that part. Well, because that really establishes horrible. the whole part where David's like, wait a minute. I am better than you. I can't yeah. die. You will die. I'm stronger. I'm faster. I'm Yet smarter. you created mm-hmm. me. And you created me. Which actually set up his whole uh, story arc for the whole movie, mm-hmm. basically, yeah. which, was, which was really cool. But then this movie goes into a bit where basically there's a ship with all these colonists going to Orgai 6 to, you know, start, you know, colonizing that planet. And obviously some shit fucks up. What I did would... not see that coming <laughs> at all. I saw the space floating, like the ships floating through space. And I'm like, there is absolutely nothing wrong. Sails deployed. Perfect. We're golden. What the hell? Ha-? Didn't see it coming. Complete your, shock. Your sarcasm is palpable. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it with a knife and spread it on a cracker. <laughs> but what did you guys think about? Like the opening, besides the whole David, where you see David was created. What do you guys think about that whole opening scene? Um, you know, when James Franco fucking bursts in the flames based on the shock wave that takes out one of the sails. That was intense. That was intense. Yeah. I was I was excited because Alien has always been like a very fast paced. Yes. They they have some slow parts where they develop a little bit of the plot. You learn a little bit of the characters, but like fast paced, suspenseful, and I was like. They Great. paced themselves I, a lot. I hope lot. This they did. Keeps going like that. They the, the pacing in this movie was excellent. Yeah, yeah. I was never bored. Uh, except for one part for me, when David and Walter were like talking really philosophically okay. about like God and creationism and stuff. It, it was this like sequence where I was like, okay, we get it. You know, you're an android. You want to create something. You don't like True. humans. Like, we, we'll, we'll get it, directors. <laughs> you guys are atheists. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Did anyone else find it weird that they cast a big name like James Franco, and to like just like die right to away. just die immediately? I don't. I, he, I bet they like he really wanted to be in the movie, or Ridley Scott really wanted him to be in the movie. I think that's but what it. They're like schedules be. didn't work out. Right. So he's like. All right, you're gonna just die. I'm gonna die immediately, and I'm gonna do a little video where I'm rock climbing. Okay. How many people actually went to go see Alien Covenant because James Franco was in it? I didn't even know he was in it. Right. I didn't even like. (laughs) I really, I really think it was. I want to be part of the Alien universe. 
Right. And Ridley Scott was like, I want you to be in Well, here's the thing. I knew James Franco was in it because, like, I'm always trying to keep up to date with some, you know, movie shit. And before I even started the podcast, I was like that. And the picture they show at the end of the whole crew, you know, and it showed James Franco at the head of the table. I saw that picture and I'm like, oh, shit, James Franco. Fuck yeah. Right. And I was just like, oh, he died. (laughs) <laughs> first 30 minutes of the movie right so I, I so let's just go into general things so we know how the movie started off Colin is going to a planet shit fucks up and goes wrong and then they go from there what was some of your guys's let's start with Matt what was like some of your favorite moments in this movie well okay well I'll, I'll start off with my absolute favorite moment okay was I'm excited when um, uh, I forget her, her the character's name but really uh, Billy Crudup uh, his wife. Oh yes, is okay, bringing yeah. the guy back who inhaled, or, or the the spore the went spore. in through his ear. Yeah. Yep. And she's bringing him back, and he's like coughing up blood, and he's like, "We gotta get him into the med bay." And they get him in there, and she gets locked in there with him. Oh. And then, and then when his back just like bursts, mm-hmm. right? And and it's blood splats everywhere, and then you see like this spiny thing like fall out. I was like. I was like a giggling child. I was like, yes! Because it was like different than any other alien. Right. It just wasn't through the chest. It was like through the back. And and the way they did it, like like the two female characters were just like so terrified. Yeah. And they were like really good at, you know, being terrified. Right. I was like terrified with them. Right. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. You know what? I'm really glad that they did do that too, going through the spine because. Whenever you saw them burst through the chest, it was always the face hugger yeah. that yes. implanted the, you know, the toxin into the mm-hmm. humans, and that's why it was like a, a proper birthing for yeah. the xenomorph. Right. Whereas it was with the this time was with the spores, and it wasn't ideal, so it got messed up. It was like know? a different type of alien xenomorph yeah. that just like like a backburster. <laughs> a backburster. Back oh, that's a backbreaker. <laughs> I mean, if we're going with, like, the general things I loved, I love the cinematography of this movie. Ridley Scott has always had a great way of directing where he tries not to use... Like, he tries to use as many real locations as humanly possible. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not all green screen. Yeah, but going into space, that's expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up. So, so I I love the cinematography. Everything looked beautiful, crystal clear. Um, I loved everything about that. Um, I also I did love the story. The story answered so many questions from Prometheus. Yeah. That like, you know, one of my main questions after I watched Prometheus was, okay, wh- okay, I understand. Like, especially at the end, like just minor things. I was like, why the fuck is the alien blue? They're not blue. And why the hell are, did this come from a not from a fucking face grabber? You know, I was I was kind of like, what the fuck? But then, you know, obviously it goes on in the story to say that David created like he's basically been experimenting with his own form of uh, aliens and like basically creating new ones, which are the face huggers make an appearance. And that face hugger one that when I saw the face hugger, I literally started poking my wife. I'm like, just face hugger. Face huggers, and she's like, "What the fuck is your problem?" It's <laughs> a face hugger, Why, what? right? She hasn't seen the original Alien, <laughs> so it, I was so excited when I saw the face huggers. Yeah, that was so, great. So scene. that was your only 
question from Prometheus. Well, no, there was a lot of other ones. I'm just, I was using that as an example. Like that's a, I, I didn't even think that would be the biggest question. Like, why is the alien? Well, it's a freaking alien. Like, no, but come on. When you look at Alien 1, 2, 3, I don't count Resurrection because I fucking hate that movie. But... <laughs> When they're AVP. black. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I they're, love those movies. They're black. They're skeletal. They're fucking, you know, dangerous looking. Like that alien but looked it, like a fucking baby. Like it was just like, oh, you're but so they're cute. like, as you it's find so out cute. in a lot of the, as, <laughs> as you find out in a lot of the, the movies, it depends on what the, the parasite like what the host is yeah yes what the xenomorph looks like but they still had the same like skeletal look yeah throughout but all they did the they did answer that in covenant though they did they did great. because obviously david re-engineered them and you know basically made his own version Quote, unquote of perfected exactly which i thought was great um what about you what are some of your favorite things about it oh for me uh oh, yeah there was a lot of shit i loved about this movie okay so one of my favorite scenes, I have two favorite scenes, is when they're escaping from the necropolis that was the David's space jockey's like land. Yeah. Okay. Like the home world of the space jockeys. And they use the crane to right. trap the that xenomorph. Cool. And she was like, I, I legit thought that, that bitch was going to die. <laughs> like when she's just swinging there, I'm like, oh, you're dead. If you ain't, ain't going to hit the ground... The xenomorph's going to get you. Right. And I think she realized that because you kind of saw that horror in her face where she had the, the boom, that the crane operation mm -hmm. boom in her hand. And I was just like, you know what? I ain't even fucking around no more. And collapsed the crane claw. Right. right she did that. I thought the acid blood was going like, to spray her in the face. That's what I did too. But that's what I'm glad that Ridley Scott is such the genius that he is. It like showed it like eating away at the claw yeah. instantaneously. And then when she opened it up, blowing in the wind. Right. That that was a, that was a great scene. Uh, my other favorite scene is when Walter is speaking with David, and at this point, Walter has figured out exactly like Walter figured out five scenes ago what David was really up of to. Of course, and he goes up to David and he's like, "When there is one missed note, it destroys the orchestra." Mm -hmm. And it's like oh. at that moment, you're like, "Walter's about to fuck some shit up." <laughs> right? Like, he is done. This one-handed man, mm -mm, he's done. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely want another one of my favorite things, and I, I'm going very general, um, is that it also explained what happened to Elizabeth Shaw from yeah. Prometheus. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it explained the backstory of how when they got to this planet where they where the engineers or the creators came from, how David just fucking killed Everybody. all of them. Right, like yeah. Shaw would never have allowed that to happen. No, not at all. I was like confused. As soon as I saw that scene, I'm like, Shaw would never have allowed David to do that. Right. And if and if Shaw was around, David never would have even considered doing True. that. True. And she, but she died. But in we, which we yeah. We we later find out she was but murdered. Would she have allowed it? Because didn't these blue aliens want to like commit genocide on the human race? True. They well, were they the, were like a deadbeat dad. Well, at the end of Prometheus, she went there saying she was like because at the end what of Prometheus, did we do wrong? basically at the end of Prometheus, David's like, "Oh, I can charter this plane back to Earth," and he's and she's like, "No, I want to go to their planet." Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he, she's like, he's like, like she wanted answers as to why they wanted to eradicate basically the entire human race. They didn't want to eradicate it. They, they basically, yeah, dude, they, they did. came to our planet, created life by dissolving into our waterways. Gross as shit, but, but they, they did created it anyway. this weapon to destroy humans at the end of Prometheus. That's what you find out. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They were gonna come back and kill yes. us. Yes. Right. 
Instead. I told you to watch Prometheus, dude. I know. I know. That was my bad. So, but yeah, so they they wanted to come back to Earth to destroy us, and she want she is like, no, I want you to take me there. I want answers. Like basically, that's why. But and then David goes like, nah, I'm gonna use your own weapons against you. Fuck all you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I have a theory about that. Please like, go on. Okay, so now the big question that I still have from Prometheus is why was there this huge giant carving of a xenomorph? Like in this like church temple worship area in Prometheus. Remember that? It had yes. all of the eggs and everything like that. And right on the wall there was this huge decal of a of a xenomorph. Like do they worship this thing? Was there like a weird faction of the space jockeys that were just like I think you can chalk. I think you can chalk that up to, um, you know, they discover in Prometheus that this isn't like their home planet. This is more like a military offset. Sure. So I mean, I'm pretty sure you can chalk this up to. You can chalk that up to. Oh, they were just uh, praising these things they created. Sure. So on and so forth. It was like a giant portrait of their loved child. Correct. Yes. Now, now, and this theory comes actually from my wife as far as why the space jockeys might have wanted to come back and kill us. Stop calling them space jockeys. This is their fucking... En- call them engineers or creators. <laughs> they're the space jockeys. <laughs> I think they all apply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, all, they're all legit, but I'm referring to them as space jockeys, so fuck you, Pat. Big blue men. <laughs> so The blue man group. Exactly. Blue the original blue man group. Okay, so... They were gray. They the, theory, the theory yeah, that right. me and my wife and I had was that the reason why... The space jockeys wanted to kill us was because their their blood or their body or whatever they is their like genesis spark that they do to like create life mm-hmm. was actually supposed to only create xenomorphs. Right. But when they came to our planet, which I think was our planet when we saw it right at the beginning of Prometheus. Yes, when they was, discovered was like Earth. the paintings on the caves. Right. And, yes. Uh, they were in Scotland. I we think. were actually a botched experiment. We were supposed to be xenomorphs, mm. but we took on different elements because of how our early earth had developed hmm. so we it wasn't the ideal conditions to create xenomorphs so they were coming back to kill us because they're like you were a mistake right like you were you were jacked up we didn't want you so they went back home to engineer uh, a cure almost for us to come back infect us with their their pollen toxin to turn us into xenomorphs or to create xenomorphs out of us hmm, hmm. But what would be the point of making us into the xenomorphs? Uh, well, and this is where we start going into, like, AVP territory. Oh, God. Because the predators loved hunting the xenomorphs. Huh? Yeah, they did. So what if the space jockeys and the, and the predators were actually at war with each other, and the xenomorphs were the weapon? That's not a bad theory. It's not. I mean, what is, I, but I there's like pre- absolutely nothing. AVP never happened. Okay, fine. That's, that's fair, and that's, <laughs> I guess. But when you look at, like, the xenomorph and their, their habits, they don't eat us. They don't eat anything they kill. They just go and murder and infect and try to breed and, like, make more of themselves, try to duplicate. See, but they never—you don't ever see a xenomorph eating anything it kills. That's what I don't understand about this whole franchise is every movie, it's a little bit different— yeah, and and I think that was because there was different directors, yeah, different, different directors, writers. different, writers, and then we also yeah. go back with timelines. But I I remember like initially when the chest, you know, when the chest bursts or burst, it would grow 
and then kill something and then grow. And I, I can't remember if it ever ate anybody or if it was just going through its metamorphosis to get bigger. But then how did it get bigger? Like, what, what did it have to sustain its They're, they're like Pokemon. They well, just I think evolved. you can also, you know, and this is me just, I guess, just kind of like trying to find answers and shit we already know. Uh, I I think that was just the design of the weapon because they they are a weapon, mm-hmm. you know they're not meant you know I don't believe they were created to uh, colonize or anything they were just straight up hey murder this person right and just you and know. that's why I th- that's why I like my idea that the space jockeys are fighting the predators God damn it and they're using the xenomorphs <laughs> as right, their let's weapon. Move on to the next topic. Yes. Okay. okay. So, was there any things that you that you guys felt could have been done better? Like whether it be you know cinematography. Yes. Okay. Well, please go yes. right ahead. Yes. Story wise, where the fuck did David get eggs? Uh, yeah. There was no queen. Where did he get the eggs? Well, he had, he had said in while he when he was explaining his like experiments to the to the captain, uh, you know, he had taken, you know, um, the the eggs. You remember in Prometheus when he melted one of the capsules and there was all those like basically let's call them spores in sure. the glass vial. Yeah, those are the, those are what it came from. That That's the mutagen. Yeah, that's the mutagen. So he right. took those and he basically uh, used. Uh, hosts, basically the creators or engineers, if you will. Space jockeys. Fuck off with that! <laughs> God damn it! Anyway, he took them and like I, I could assume he just used them to create, you know, his own versions of these aliens. But in sure, in, but he's in Alien still... Two. The thing that was creating the eggs was a queen. That's right, like an ant, uh, like a. But again, that goes back to different directors, different studio styles, scripts. I still think I still say Ridley Scott had a hand in all of it. Ridley Scott did not. No, James Cameron. James Cameron. It helps me sleep at night. It (laughs) helps me sleep at night. I read an interview with James Cameron where he like he took aliens in like a completely different direction. Yeah, Yeah, he did. Because he wanted to like do like a science fiction action movie that had because this was supposed to be Ridley Scott's baby. Yeah. And fucking the studios are like, nah, we're gonna go with this director. So, so what? Do we just throw? I don't know. The, the queen, queen was out? awesome. I thought the queen was the queen a great was idea. cool. I'm not saying it wasn't a cool aspect, but you could also say the mutagen was a product of a queen. Let, let's no. just uh, okay. <laughs> we're just... Uh, I, I don't think we can critique the the elements, like the specific elements of how the eggs and how every little thing came to be, because it is such a different. Sure. Storyline and right. I don't know. This is based. We off, can nitpick all this day. This is based completely solely off what we know from Ridley Scott's Alien. Okay. Now I have another complaint then too. Why were the Xenomorphs so quick to like follow David? Like I, that I guess, is a I mean, complaint I, I have as well. I guess we're looking back at Aliens too, where Ripley had some of the Queen DNA inside of right. her. Right. And that's why some of the xenomorphs, that's why the xenomorphs didn't fuck with her. They were yeah. like, yo, what's up, mom? Right. But now, like, he's an android. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have DNA. So, like, did he infect himself or, like, inject <sighs> himself with some, like, queen I th- DNA? I think they weren't really concerned with him because he wasn't human. Yeah, but then look at Bishop. That's xenomorphs right. But ripped their there, shit out of One Bishop. of the things you could <laughs> say is that the aliens knew that he had basically re engineered them. 
he was based. The aliens kind of knew that he was their father type thing. So this mm. android spent ten years figuring out how to mess with genetic code for the xenomorphs to be like, "Hey man, I don't. Hey man, I can't fucking tell you." Well, and the only but the only scene in the movie was that one scene where the alien like stood up in front of him and was like, like kind of like breathing on him, and he's like, "Yeah, it's trying to communicate." Right, and like. I don't know. I don't. Who but no, knows? Maybe they weren't. Wouldn't even follow him. Maybe the xenomorph was just like curious because he was like. But the xenomorphs don't show curiosity. Hey, Amen. But we, no, we also saw it too when the captain had one burst out of its chest. The little baby xenomorph was like mimicking him, like stretching out its arms, like worshiping. David. That's what I'm. That's yeah. what I'm kind of thinking though, that's is true. because he they knew that David had created them. That's the only thing I can concern at this moment because. Sure. Bishop being, you know, ripped to pieces. Yeah, he coddled them when they were <laughs> right. just face huggers. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, I kind of, my complaint was, it's like, okay, so we had the blue aliens, which was shown at the beginning of Alien Covenant and at the end of Prometheus. Mm-hmm. And so, like, in my mind, in the beginning, when I saw Alien Covenant, I was like, oh, the fucking blue aliens again? When are we gonna get the black, like skeletal-looking xenomorphs? The when what I grew up with, human? right? <laughs> but that was mean, like. What do you mean in the beginning, the blue aliens? Because in the beginning, when you, when one of your favorite scenes is that that alien bursts off his back, they was, weren't black or skeletal. They were, they they were, were like blue. They were like white. Yeah, they were like white. They were bluish, whitish. They, they were white. Stop being racist. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I was like, where is the black oh, skeletal-looking yeah. yeah. xenomorphs? My complaint was, it's like, okay, we we finally got the skeletal-looking xenomorphs, like what we all grew up with. Mm-hmm. David created them? No, no, okay, so here... here I, I, I didn't like that. I didn't like thing. that David created them. The reason why you see the blue, pale, white xenomorph is that was the original spore. Oh, no, infecting. I'm aware. I'm aware mm-hmm. now, and it answered that question right. for me. This movie did. The chest but, bursters were But my ones. my complaint comes from... Okay, now we got our great-looking skeletal alien. David created them? Yeah. I, I just thought that I, was kind of lazy. Absolutely, because remember, we don't see Ripley until several years in the future. I understand that, but I, I wanted more. I don't think I don't think we can jump to conclusions and say that David created that. He fucking said he did. No, I think he perfected <laughs> he, the creation, but I think when you get you get the you get the black with this new pathogen when you breed it with, or mix it with a human or some sort of terra firma creature because we also see the dog all right get but yeah i was i was i i still thought they could have been a little bit better than oh david just like perfected it it's just like ah well wasn't david wasn't david stuck on that planet for like 10 10 years years. yeah he had a lot of time to like and and he had a lot of time to mess with genetics and, and well, plus try to thing. breed it with different animals and stuff. Right. Plus another thing, too, is who says he started from scratch? If the xenomorphs are, in fact, a weapon for the space jockeys, then Maybe they would have had all of those data right now. for how they created the xenomorphs. Well, and he could have just worked off of that. Those eggs, could, those eggs could have been there already because, right. you know, the, the metal canisters that held the Yeah, the, the original liquid, spores, yeah. Um those looked very much like the egg. So They did. Yeah. So maybe they had the eggs as another form of the weapon. They it was another form of the weapon. I just thought I just thought it'd be better if they went to the alien planet, 
and the fucking, you know, if they went to the engineer's planets and they had perfected <coughs> it on their home world. Like, I wanted... Sure. I didn't Space want Shockers. a human creation creating the xenomorphs you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. do you do you get that but it's kind of it's, it's kind of a twist <laughs> it is uh, it is uh, i get that human creation created something that killed the humans right yeah. i get that comes um, full circle don't <laughs> yeah. don't create androids or they'll, they'll freaking kill you Right. Um, let's see. Listen to Stephen Hawking's when he says, like, they will mess. The mm -mm. <laughs> and, I, and this another another complaint I have. I understand the point of CGI. I get it. It allows you to do stuff that you normally couldn't do with practical effects. I wished at some points, though, they would have used practical effects for the alien because it was all CGI. I think they might have a little bit in some of the close-up shots. Of no, they the didn't. You know, I, they alien. had plans to do that, but they scrapped like it. Like the shower scene where. Nope, was like, that was all CGI. Really? Oh, you, know, you can totally tell it was all I'm a, CGI. I'm a hundred percent on the side of CGI. I do not want a 1980s. Oh, Teenage Mutant so Ninja Turtle cool. costume oh, no, suit dude. running. No, in but the, you remember the original yeah. Alien and Aliens? Alien yeah, and was, Aliens, and it stands they, they up so great. well. It stands yeah. up so well, yeah. and the it, that's one of the reasons why it was terrifying because it looked like it was something that had natural reach out fluid movement. Mm -hmm. I I just wish that at some points, like obviously when he's crawling on the underside of the ship, they couldn't yeah. do a practical effect for that. I'm fully aware, but like the shower scene. Totally would have preferred practical effects over that, or you know when he stand when they're standing there, any part where they're like standing, or like when you see the the blue white alien, actually actually, guys, I totally reminded me that blue white alien was eating that girl in uh, David's hideout when David found him. Oh yeah, it was, was. kind of like. He was munching away. Mowing, mowing on it, I think. He was mowing on it, her body. I remember that. Because her head oh, was floating yes. in the water. Yes. Okay. okay. You're right. Yep. Okay. So she wa he was munching quite a bit. Questions like, that get answered been, here. That would Questions have been great if that was a practical effect versus CGI. Sure. Yeah. So that was that was one, that, another one of my complaints. Yeah, that did kind of take me out of it. The CGI. I, I have a hard time with CGI. If I'm watching a movie like um, Guardians of the Galaxy where, like, 95% of the movie is yeah. CGI. It's I'm all okay green screened because, because that, you kind of everything you kind of looks to. everything looks fake it but blends it, you, better. it blends better. But where he really Scott had so much non-CGI and then the aliens were CGI mm -hmm. that did bother me a little bit. The contrast was too big. Yeah. yeah. See, I didn't notice it. See, I I totally did cuz when I look back even at the first alien when they're on the alien planet which was like you could totally shell was like shot in a studio it still looked fucking cool because yeah. it was practical effects and when the face grabber came out I think they used practical effects look for the face. space grabber yeah face hugger I'm calling it a face grabber Mr. fucking space jockey yeah uh they're referred to as space jockeys in the uh beginning 3 alien movies don't care space jockeys <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah pale. i i think i think some practical effects would have made this movie better in my opinion any other complaints you guys um my my biggest complaint was with the plot and okay. i i was hoping for a movie more like the original alien where it, it was basically um a horror movie in space with like this weird alien just terrorizing people right and 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 the, the plot was cool because they did answer a lot of questions mm -hmm. 
but I was kind of hoping for like a suspenseful sci-fi horror flick and um, uh, yeah with, with not you, much not a ton of meat on it just like super entertaining right but you get that at the very ending when you realize you that do it's do. not walter and it's david you do get it you kind of expected that though i didn't oh dude when he walked out of the building i literally turned to my wife and i'm like that's totally david like i totally yeah. thought it was walter i totally thought that I'm was like, david he is a superior model he's stronger smarter ish yeah, but I totally knew that was David. I I turned to my wife. I was like, that's totally David. Yeah. And, like, when they got on the ship and Walter slash David was helping, them. was helping them, I was like, oh, shit, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But, like, I still kind of knew in the back of my head. There I'm like, that's moments, still David. There were, there were moments, though, where I got really concerned. You know what Because I thought it was Walter the entire time, but then I see him smiling when the xenomorph, xenomorph starts killing everybody. I'm like... Did did David get the Walter? Did did he corrupt Walter right. at all? Oh you, no, it's just it's just. You know David. what was a Great. dead giveaway for me though? And this is gonna sound so fucking stupid that I noticed this. The hairline. Really? Are you serious? The hairline, dude. The hairline for David is like, eh, like it's one of those things where it's bald on the sides and whatnot. Sure. But speak. Walter is like a flat, like crew cut almost. So that's what gave it away for me. I was like, that's totally fucking David. <laughs> yeah, you feel like. Um, Danny, I think that was the main character, the like strong, the, independent woman. Oh, character. I forget. I, Dan, I can't even remember her name. Daniels. Daniels. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. Um, so Daniels, you know, for how much time she's spent with Walter, you think she could have noticed? Right. And, and I, I think she like, suspected. Well, yeah, she did. The the thing that bothered me, and this is like kind of a little nitpicky, um, she drove like that nail into his like the bottom of his chin true yes um and he was like when he was fighting when david was fighting walter it was like dangling and Mm -hmm. looked real silly Mm -hmm. and then they had like close-up conversations uh between dave between david and daniels and i didn't see a hole there right and that really that was again to that was again to trick the audience yeah because if i would have seen that hole i've been like it's definitely well, you never, yeah. it's not like he they really showed his yeah. throat it's not like he ever looked up right like, hey the light's out you know like <laughs> i don't know i i, <laughs> I, I, I see that. No, i think that during their like when they're having like close dialogue between the two characters i was like you looking were totally underneath looking, because i was like is it david is it walter's david but, well that's because daniels had no reason to suspect that it wasn't walter so she wouldn't be looking. She, she was care. suspecting before that whole alien outbreak, like the alien yeah. outbreak on the on the actual ship, though. She was suspecting. But then after he started helping her, like her suspicion kind of eased down a little bit. Right. But she still threw out that last like test question at the end about, are you going to help me build my house by the lake? Yeah, my cabin. Right. And Why you, wouldn't he have just answered, yes, go to sleep? Because right. it wasn't by a lake. In, in the beginning, he was talking about like it was like in the in the forest or no, some shit. no, she was saying because the, the whole reason why she agreed to go on the mission, with, on the covenant, was because her husband, mm-hmm. the, the former captain, uh, wanted to build a straight up legit log cabin on a lake. Like I thought, it was in the mountains did. because in that video nope. he's mountain climbing. He's mountain. He's free climbing. Okay, well, he, if that's true, like, then that's that is a fucking no, plot. That is something no, that bothers me too. No, now. <laughs> it shows, no, it shows that. Uh, I thought she the, was totally doing no, a test her, question. No, it shows that her husband was an adrenaline junkie. Did everything for the thrills. Mm-hmm. Loved loved the concept of being a pioneer and wanted that pioneer log cabin on a lake. Right. So that wasn't a trick question. That was her saying, pretty much saying, "Walter, will you be with me forever?" Type of thing. Like, will you right. be my surrogate husband okay 
Will you do me like James Franco used to? <laughs> I, I think that I think Walter Bry came with attachments. <laughs> I think there are some attachments she could go with. <laughs> oh my God! Universal. <laughs> Black that's man. awful <laughs> that is terrible um is there any other like anything positives that you guys want to throw out anything negatives that movie was fucking gold it was gold like, it was like, great like i know we, we just totally spent, like, went on like a 20 minutes. minute bitch fest but like right. it was good it's that's so much easier to point out like the negatives it is <laughs> but, well, i mean but, admittedly we had to use a very fine tooth comb it's right, a ridley scott film and i think we talked about it right after the movie it's like man i i don't think i've seen a ridley scott movie that i didn't that i didn't like, like. Right. exactly he's got such he's such a good director he, you know he he has when you have an arsenal of movies like gladiator uh alien mm-hmm. blade runner you have all these great films even like the ones that didn't do so well like his rendition of robin hood yeah mm-hmm. it was still a great movie so kingdom of heaven comes to mind right yeah. i still enjoyed it yeah i he does not have a movie that i don't like mm-hmm. so I, i'm super pumped um and I'll, I have to give a shout out to Danny McBride, his character Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee yes. was awesome. He was oh awesome. I, I was like, Danny McBride, really? I was surprised too because he's in like Eastbound and Down, right. and like he's in like Pineapple Express as this like goofy pot dealer. Right. And I think I, that he's he mostly was, in comedies. Yeah, right. But like you guys were saying, it's like he did so well at emoting through that mm-hmm. entire movie. Like you actually felt horrible and pained with him when his wife was killed right you you understood why he was trying to get so close to the atmosphere even though there was a freaking category seven hurricane <laughs> right. on the planet. and he's got he twenty thousand or two thousand people like right yeah. and then yeah, when was, he did find was... out that his wife died he like, knew like when 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 daniel said can you go to a private channel oh yeah he, he instantly knew. knew and you could hear it like he 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 made you realize that he knew by how his voice trembled and then when he finally broke down. Right. I, I Overall, this movie did very well. Um, it did what it, you know, it was meant to do. Um, a lot of people were upset with Prometheus because they wanted another alien movie. I was so fucking confused. I, I get that, but it was still a great movie. I, I loved it. I love that Ridley Scott took a, took a risk with it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, listen, this is not an alien movie. You know, yeah. I'm in, and I love that he, you know, brought it back. Um, with this one, and I'm definitely excited to see more Xenomorphs. Um, what do you, where do you guys see the future of this franchise going? Well, I can tell you one thing I don't see changing in the future is people not re- reacting to re- uh, like distress beacons. Okay. Like, yeah. seriously, can we can we like address the fact that like humans will like oh someone's calling for help? There's an alien planet playing an Earth song. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Like no, that's a bad idea. Like that is that is some like major foreshadowing bullshit. Like, science fi- science fiction horror movie. Right. There's a right. beacon out in sector nine. Let's go explore. No, you know what you do? You say no. Fuck that. I have yeah. two thousand civilians behind me. Right. Or 20,000 civilians and a bunch of fucking embryos. You want, no, I'm going to go the safe route for the next seven years, go back to sleep, chill with Walter with both his hands, <laughs> and travel back to the planet that I've been studying for the past decade. And that's another thing I had a problem with. They get to this planet that's only like seven days away, like, oh, it looks great. Like, they don't do any sort of like surface scans. Like, this is the Trekkie of me going like, Hailing frequencies, scan it. For they like, did some They did. Some for stuff. like an hour, then they're like, let's get in the pods and go down there. And then they didn't even bother like flying around too long. It was kind of like, oh, we broke into the lowest atmosphere. Well, let's fly around. Oh, I'm going to do an amphibious landing. 
You know what the fuck's living down there? There's like a goddamn Mosasaurus or Loch Ness monster down there gonna eat your goddamn plate. No! <laughs> Fly. Land into a wide open area. Like, basic military tactics. They had military personnel with yeah. them. They should have been like, no, bitch, we fly in. We're going to set up a command center. And then all you little scientists can go messing around with the spores and get yourself sick. I will also give props to Ridley Scott, though, for however small of a part it might have been to include, like, you know, LGBTQ. Did oh, you guys? yeah. The, yeah. the yeah. Two, two guys... Yeah. yeah, one of them um, gets like uh, gets hurt. Like I, one of them falls down because he also had the spore go up his nose, mm-hmm. and the, you know the second alien is coming out of his back, and that one dude breaks down crying. Like you know, I was like, oh shit, they're gay. I didn't even know that. But I think, like, I think and the, that's, and that's how, was, they were all couples, right? Yeah, they yeah. were. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the whole thing, and that I love when I see in movies and TV shows is when they do have a gay character. You don't know they're gay because guess right. what? They are a normal human being yeah. who loves like a, somebody. Not they, like a flamboyant. They didn't gay like dude. make a big deal. Hey guys, we got LGBTQ. Like, like, there, there's I, no reason to wave the rainbow flag right. every time they enter from stage right. You know, right. it's like they're gay. <laughs> accept it. Moving on. Right. Like right. that. That's that's how you do it because that's how you normalize things in society right when nobody makes a big deal out of it anymore or goes like oh uh, look at this we're forcing this on you it becomes more like this thing happens this thing exists deal with it we're moving on with the storyline right matt Perfect. you have a lot more written down is there any more you'd like to say <laughs> yeah this dude has notes <laughs> before i go into the last thing i i wrote out here um my wife have been have been watching since eight okay netflix and that yep. is like that is the rainbow flag for LGBT. Yeah. Okay. Because it it's like there's uh, like one of the main characters gay. One of the main characters is um, transitioned from a man to a woman. Oh, they had the surgery. Just, yeah, and there's okay. like there's so many uh, homosexual and lesbian scenes and stuff. It's just like which is great because I think the Wachowskis did it. Okay, and that's they're, not and surprising. They're, they're both transitioned. They're and, they're women now. Yeah, they're two guys. The Wachowski sisters. Yeah, but yeah, that's it's it's good to see, and that's actually a pretty pretty cool show. It I've is seen so far. Yeah, I just um, wish people would just normalize it and like, right. Not make don't a make a big deal. Yeah, but you know what? It's not even Hollywood I have a problem with. Like that that, that, that that's we're going into a whole another okay yeah social we're going, we're going down the rabbit hole like, society <laughs> yeah like that's that's a social political okay. society from the dark okay, side I'm sorry I just go, go I wanted back. to bring sorry. that up because um, I just we watched it before I came over here oh. um, <laughs> so the last thing that I want to talk about the the direction that Ridley Scott's gonna take Aliens is he's gonna keep building on the story of course of of the the lore mm-hmm. and and how these xenomorphs came about and uh i think we're gonna see more about the wayland corp i believe and like yutani mm-hmm. or whatever another corporation they yep. merge and then they really start they become the enemy because you know in the original trilogy they start to try to use them as weapons yes um so we're gonna see more of that well because it, they do that because wayland wants to know where he came from right yeah yeah, but then, but then the Wayland Corp after Wayland dies, yeah. starts to see there's right. going to be profit in using this as like military weaponry. Yep, which is um, what the space jockeys are doing. So <laughs> I just um, love doing that because Pat just shakes his head. I want to. I'm going to edit out every fucking thing every goddamn time you say it. I wanted to read this thing because there. I was looking at um, Alien Covenant the IMDb, IMDb page, right? And um, was listening to 
Ridley Scott talk about it and he's getting interviewed with it and he essentially called the original alien a great b movie uh he said it was a tin can with seven people in it a great cast and they all are going to die that's great (laughs) that's a great b movie and then then he went on to say the following three films without being critical they were very good very good directors but they never answered his questions okay bullshit because resurrection was garbage oh yeah straight up garbage he's just trying to be nice he's (laughs) trying to he's trying not to be a dick but so he, I mean, you can tell with Prometheus, you can tell with Alien Covenant that he is about the story and yes. how and why, which kind of makes me a little sad because, like I said yeah. earlier, I just, I wanted to do like a straight up alien, like, like, oh shit, we're on a planet, xenomorphs, we need to right. escape. But I, that's I the thing, we'll though. It's that. been done, though. Like, yeah. it's been done so many times. He see, wants it. He wants to give us a backstory, which I am totally okay with. Mm-hmm. But I, I think a, a lot of people's hatred for Prometheus, and I've already heard some people's hatred for Alien Covenant, and I'm just, I don't think it's justified. Dude, give it time. I don't know if you listened to the, I think it was the very first episode of the podcast, I think my first bit of movie news I ever did was Ridley Scott, yep. if this movie does well, plans to make yep. six more. Yeah, well, I was more. right at the very yeah. beginning. Like, you. give it time. Mm-hmm. Like, and you will get a great series. Um, and, I, I mean, I, I'm the type of moviegoer, when I go, yeah, sometimes I just want nonstop fucking, like, crazy shit happening, which is when I'll go generally watch John Wick. Or Atomic Blonde. Right, or Atomic Blonde. Um, And in that case, you know, I'll go watch those types of movies. But I also want to be driven by story. I like to be mentally engaged. I want, like, even shit, even when I don't get my questions answered, I'm still, like, I'm mystified. I I like that. And that's just me personally. I'm I'm aware. But just give it time, and he's going to provide a great story. And, and even in Alien Covenant, you know, we had already said there was one point in this entire movie where you were, like, slightly bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... It was still paced very well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I loved Prometheus. I loved this movie. Um, the direction he's taken it is, is good. Right. Um, and, you know, also, what I... I you know, we know there's going to be more movies now because, you know... At the end of the movie, Walter slash David, who you realize is David at the end. Um, spoiler. He, spoiler. <laughs> he says, like, okay, let's go to our guy, our guy 6, which we – I don't know how much you guys know about the original Alien. Uh, the original Alien took place on a planet – let me just go to my notes here – uh, Acheron LV426. A mining colony. A mining colony. So well, obviously imagine that. The Covenant. Right. Colonizing mission. <laughs> Alien. Right. Mining colony. So we know that's not the planet from Alien, so there's right. obviously more to the story. So uh, I'm pretty pumped to see where it goes. Uh, I don't know that I'm going to have to drag my wife to at least a couple more. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to get my wife to watch the original three. I know. My wife will not do it, though. No? <laughs> no. Uh, she's already said she wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> kind, of going, kind of going back to people wanting an alien movie, if Ridley Scott himself is calling his first movie a B-rated movie, yeah. just, just, you know, Bruce Campbell short of it being like a legit B-film, right. I think we will eventually see uh, an actual alien movie again much later in the future, much further down the line. Right. And I think the reason, you know, a lot of people 
have issue with Prometheus and will have some issues with Covenant is because really Scott wanted to refocus the franchise. Right. He wanted us to stop asking certain questions. He wanted Prometheus was all about starting having us start asking the right questions. Right. Of the alien universe. Right, which I thought was risky, but it in my mind it totally fucking panned yeah. out. It was kind of like uh, Prometheus was like, forget everything you knew about the xenomorphs. <laughs> And the space jockeys. And you will now have these questions to ask yourselves. <laughs> I'm seriously going to fucking edit out every uh, You can. I've been slowly dropping them throughout uh, every, the entire, every time <laughs> entire thing. Space I will sit through this hour, 20 minutes we edit have. Edit out and, and replace <laughs> it with engineer. Right. Just voiceover. <laughs> engineer. Except you got to do like a really bad voiceover. Like, yeah. And then we had the space engineer. <laughs> right, I, right. God damn it. All right, guys. Uh, anything else? Anything you want to say about this movie? Anything? Go see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go see it. Definitely. Oh, I'll say one more thing. I missed go for it. Um, the the tool in the original trilogy, the where you'd hear the beeping of the alien. Oh, the sonar. Oh, yeah, yeah, sonar. Yeah, yeah. That was like one of my favorite things because that beep beep. Yes. Beep, beep. Which then, we like, should every time you we'll heard probably it, get. Beep. In later films. Terrified me. Well, you know, because right. those beeps were really what they were saying was, you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucked. Dude, you're fucked, you're fucked, you're fucked, you're fucked, and then you just die. Right. <laughs> like, that's and, what it was saying. I, I, I miss those elements. Still a great movie. Go see Covenant, because it's awesome. It is. Um, but I miss those, like, s- simplistic elements of, of of horror that we got from the original trilogy. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And I hope for later movies, Ridley Scott, if you're listening, you're not. But if you are. <laughs> We're going to send a copy to you. <laughs> just please bring back more practi- practical effects. Yeah. Slimy real aliens. Slimy fucking reptilian looking aliens dripping acid out the mouth. Just give me all that. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up. We do have our last segment, which is our listener mail segment. And we do have a new one that just came in from a woman named glory and i'm not gonna read your last name but i gotta say that is a great fucking that is a great fucking first name there all right let me just get this listener mail open here so glory writes in and says what new movies are you excited to see this year what movies do you think i should avoid uh glory that's kind of a loaded question it's like asking someone you've never met uh where should i go on vacation (laughs) it's like i don't know you i don't know what you're gonna like um, but I will, I'll, I'll give you my suggestions. Uh, we've obviously mentioned it, Atomic Blonde. Um, if you're into hardcore action, um, some of the movies I'm pumped for, Atomic Blonde, uh, Stephen King's It remake. Yeah, the new It movie. Oh, Jason, you can go fuck yourself if you don't. <laughs> Space Jockey. No, Stephen King's It I am super pumped for. Um, let's see. Obviously, Star Wars Episode Eight. Mm-hmm. That's coming out this Given. year. Um, yeah, but it, I, it goes without saying, but I have to fucking say it. Um, movies you should avoid. If there's any more uh, fucking Fifty Shades movies, just avoid those, like The Plague. Uh, don't go see the new Transformers movie Please, unless you want to have a seizure. Just <laughs> uh, the trans. Oh, that was the other trailer we oh, saw. Oh, that's, that's right. Yep. What was it called? The Transformers: The Last Night. The last night. Yes. Yeah, don't go. It see should that. be called The Last Time We Ever Make One of These Piles of Shit. Won't happen. <laughs> I know they need. I used to, to like Michael Bay too. Ah, oh, Bay explosions. Um, I fucking everything's an alien. <laughs> I'm so sick of Michael Bay Transformers movies. Um, please don't please don't go see that. Um, if you're also into Planet of the Apes, War of the Planet of the Apes that's coming out. 
Um, what are you guys? Any movie suggestions that you know is coming out? Spider-Man. Wonder Woman. Go see Wonder Woman. That looks good. I'm pumped for I that. I want to see the new Thor Ragnarok. That looks Thor? Really cool. That yes. looks hilarious. That does look fucking awesome. Because it... it I recently saw, uh, if you haven't seen it, go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, That's Matt's opinion. I, That's on I, my short list. I really liked it. Um, see, and, I, and people... Thor looks, the new Thor looks like it's going to be in that vein. Like, really fun and just a really fun action-adventure movie. See, people give me shit because I tell them I didn't like the original Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's no problem, man. So I have no interest in seeing So now Volume I do have two. a question, though, about the Marvel Universe timeline here. At the end of, uh, oh, crap, the sorcerer guy. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange. Thank you. <laughs> I love that movie. Doctor Strange, he was talking with Thor about finding Odin. Now, is Ragnarok, are we going to see Doctor Strange in Ragnarok? I think we might. Might. Yeah. I think Odin, get, Odin gets uh, captured or who knows. Or Loki sold. Odin's so, body. So I'm yeah, not gonna lie like here. That. I'm not gonna lie here, Glory. Um, I'm literally just looking at IMDb for upcoming <laughs> releases this year, just to refresh Ooh, myself. I want to see the Circle. The Circle does look badass. Um, with uh, Hermione. Yep, the Circle with Hermione. That actually already came out though. Well, I want to see it. <laughs> Doesn't change the fact she wants to go see yes. it. Glory uh, did ask for movies that she should go see. Right, Spider-Man: Homecoming. I think that's gonna be awesome. Um. Let's just, I'm just, Dunkirk. Oh, yes. Uh, I remember Dunkirk. This one is going to be directed by Christopher Nolan, which, again, one of the, another Batman. director I haven't had, like, a bad experience with, personally. Um, he did, you know, um, Inception, Dark Knight, Memento. Um, he do, he's done a this lot of great films. This is a World War II movie, right? Yes. This is uh, from an allied soldiers from Belgium. The British Empire in Canada and France are surrounded by German army and evacuated during a fierce battle in World War II. So that's just that the description. Cool. And I saw a trailer. It looks fucking awesome. Um, do, uh, in terms of movies you shouldn't see, I, I'm just looking here because I'm sorry, Gloria. I'm so unprepared. <laughs> Ooh, you might be interested in Dark Tower if you're a nerd. I am. That looks awesome. Yeah. Mm, or a Stephen King fan. Right. Which most nerds are. Don't go see Annabelle. The new Annabelle creation movie. What's that, Annabelle? Annabelle is a like stupid a horror, horror puppet doll. Oh yeah, because you know porcelain dolls aren't creepy enough without another. <laughs> right. movie. I want a I want a good horror movie to come out. I haven't seen a Dude, good horror movie in so long. Watch the trailer for Stephen King's It. it oh looks yeah, that looks fucking. Creepy. Just watch the original. Baller. It's the same thing. Well, no, yeah. except with updated graphics and mm. Pat's beloved CGI. No, this one looks fucking... But have you seen the trailer? Yeah, I have. Okay, how are you not pumped? <laughs> dude. Who knows? Maybe a modern take on it might be unbelievable. And dude, and it the, the new uh, It is based off the actual Stephen King book. Like, it has all the elements from the book. And the book, if you've ever read it, is so fucked up and so creepy. Yeah, it is fucked up. And you know what else is also really fucked up? The Shining. Which, as you said in one of your other podcasts, Stephen King didn't like. Because so, you know it deferred he from He can't his book. be trusted. He obviously is mentally deranged. Look at his books. <laughs> yeah, he's got some But it, <laughs> he's it's got only some because it deferred from his book so much. That's the only wow. reason. That's the only reason. And the original It movie wasn't made for TV movie. Yeah. Which, so, while uh, Tim Curry was an amazing Pennywise. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, I'm still pumped for It. You you can't shut it down that hard because you're such a fanboy of Tim Curry. 
Trust me, I was on no, that. No, I'm break. not a fanboy of Tim going. Curry. I just have absolutely zero interest in the movie series of It. Um, let's see. If I want to see, if you're into Legos, Ninjago, that's coming out. If you're into Lego movies, oh, Ninjago's coming out. That'd yeah, be pretty cool. Ninjago. Uh, let's go. We're in September. Let's go. Oh shit! I just Power totally... Rangers. You could go see Power Rangers. That's all, dude. That's already out of theaters. <laughs> so she can still watch it. <laughs> It's horrible. Oh, Blade Runner 2049, of course. Yes. Must see. Oh, and this one I recently saw a trailer for called The Snowman, um, where it has Michael Fassbender, who is also in Alien Covenant. Excuse me. I just burped, and it was disgusting. Um, Detective Harry Hole investigates the disappearance of a woman whose pink scarf is found wrapped around an ominous-looking snowman. Mm. That's a Doctor Who episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, it, seriously, it's legit. It was like that was, there was a Doctor Who monster that it's, was a snowman. It's so hard to recommend movies because there's so much con so much movie content out. Yeah. Like how many movies would you say come out in, in oh, a month? Oh dude, a 20? month? I mean just in in October we have oh shit, one, two, three, four, big, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, these eight, are like the triple nine, A titles. Ten. Yeah. There's a total of 13. And don't go see another fucking Saw movie. Saw stopped being Saw good after eight? three. Yeah. Wow. It's called Saw Legacy. I saw the first one. If I it, saw the first one, and I saw the second one. If you want to see us, if you want to watch anything about Saw, watch the YouTube series about where he's a roommate. <laughs> that would, I That's the one you got to see. <laughs> Jake Saw is my roommate. Absolutely. Look it up on YouTube. Which also, Justice funny. League is coming out this year, too. Yep. Um, we might have an episode of uh, me and Mike. I'm totally Team DC, and he's Team Marvel. We're gonna debate, fight off. Can I, think... can I be the referee because, like, I'm totally MCU for movies? No, you totally derail podcasts. No, okay. you totally derail that's, podcasts. That's I legit. Can't. I'll take that. I'll take that hit. <laughs> uh, another Jumanji. That's right. There is another Jumanji with Dwayne Johnson, right? Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Hmm. Um, yeah. In terms of. I can't tell you what movies not to go see except for the ones like Transformers and Saw because there's just so played out and overdone. But uh, but yeah, I hope that helped you, Glory, and I'm sorry that my answers were shit and that I was totally unprepared Maybe for it. Maybe you should add a new new section to your, to your podcast. What movies to recommend? But see, that just takes away from a question. Yeah, yeah, top three. No, what you do is like the top three movies coming out that you recommend people go see or like avoid that, that month or that week. Yeah, hmm. or even just a one, like one for each. But, uh, like, thumbs movies, up. Thumbs movies down. are so subjective. Movies are, are very subjective. They are. Hard, I'm very, yeah. very aware of that. All right, guys. Remember, you can send your own listener mail to cinemafromthedarkside at gmail.com. You can literally ask us anything you want to. Doesn't have to be movie related, and we will answer it on the show. Um, the one we recorded previously is probably one of the best listener mails we've ever had, so keep an eye out for that. It's on the Star Wars prequel episode, which is going to be released uh, very shortly coming up here. So uh, keep an eye out for that. And again, I want to give a shout-out to our sponsor, Matt Dawson, over at MJDArtworks.com. Uh, over yeah. there you can take a look at, again, his acrylic paintings, watercolor paintings, and his sketches. And you can see the work he did for our Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes. So Prince coming soon. Prince coming soon, guys. You heard it. I'm going to have a fucking teeth fucking poster hanging up in the in the podcast area. I'll even sign it for you. Oh, oh 
dude, that is going to be worth money someday. You know it. <laughs> All right, Probably guys. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much again for joining us here, and we hope to catch you on Game another over, episode. Man. Game <laughs> Shut over. The fuck up. I'm trying to do the closer. Oh, you're a dick. That's an alien closer. That's an alien's video. reference. No. Close it my way. Again, guys, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us here on another episode, and we hope to catch you next time on another episode of Cinema from the Dark Side Podcast. Yeah.